Shout out to Waste of Local Talent, man. Shout out to everybody out in West Virginia doing their thing, man. And everybody keep grinding and keep pushing forward and stay positive, man. We're here in the studio. In the studio. For another episode of Wasted Local Talent. Who do we have this week, Jed? <laughs> King Dizzle. King Dizzle. Josh Dunbar. And um, I forget his friend's name. I, I do too. Like and I feel ass. really shitty because he was. You'll a, find out soon. He's, he's a, a big 49ers fan. He is. Remember a, that? I do remember that. Yeah. Remember that? I think I got that right too. <laughs> was it 49ers or was it Redskins? It was 49ers. I think it was 49ers because I think we yeah. might have had a tiff if it was the Redskins because I'm a Dallas fan, obviously. Yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure it was a 49ers fan. Anyway. Yeah. So we've got um, Josh Dunbar, and uh, he is he goes by the name King Dizzle, and he is the CEO of Truth Entertainment based out of Clarksburg. And um, pretty, really, it was actually a really, really fun interview. I'm really excited to get this out to you guys. Um, we recorded this one a while back, and between me being just a, piece of shit and me just being so overwhelmed with applications and interviewing i just i get behind on stuff and i apologize but here it is <laughs> here's the episode here's the episode in a little bit in a wee bit but first we have some things to talk about yes we have um so this is a sponsors well, not, not not so much sponsors there are are um Everybody who had donated towards our Christmas giveaway, which again, um, you know, they, they received four ad spots per company. So over the next couple of months, you'll be having your ad spots in these shows. So we're picking a few every week to to plug. That way we don't get too overwhelmed and, you know, you guys don't get uh, bored with ads. So, <laughs> but um, again, thanks to everybody who donated. And um, I'm going to apologize right now for not getting a lot of these um prizes out to you because I had planned on mailing them out and I lost my job and I'm pretty broke. So, um, I apologize if you haven't received it yet. Um, I'm just waiting on some funds to come in to be able to mail those out to you, but they will get mailed out. They're sitting here in the studio with your names on them and we'll get them out to you as soon as I find. Daniel just work. really wanted the, to the, you know, the wasted local talent thing to be more authentic. So yes. he's like, I can't have a job. <laughs> like I need to just be as worthless as I can be. I mean, I'm to make the podcast authentic. I just, and I, I well, yeah, but I haven't been drunk since Disillusion Effect was here, <laughs> so I haven't been completely wasted since you got crushed by DE. Yeah, they destroyed me. Bullet Bourbon. Thanks, Jed, for leaving that in the studio. Kind of wish you never did that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm still ashamed of that. How I woke up. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see the pictures. <laughs> I fell asleep on the floor in the studio at like 6 p.m. Anyway. Um, so first up. Yeah, first up we have a um, huge shout out to Thunder Prince um, for donating towards our Christmas giveaway. and Being awesome people. Being rad people. I was actually just over there um, a couple weekends ago. And um, they fed us some amazing food. Megan's such a good cook. Man, so good. I think I was out of town. You were. You yeah. were out of town. She specifically told me to invite you and Jess, and you were in D.C. or somewhere. DC, I forget, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, Thunder Prince. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Thunder Prince WV. And you can check out their Thunder Supply Co. as well on Facebook and Instagram and their uh, their website, um, Thunder Supply Co. Um they make 
merch, T-shirts, tote bags, all sorts of stuff they make, um, all in-house. They run their business out of their basement just like we do. And um, awesome people to work with. Great product. Always have the best shirts. Um, It's where we get all of our merch from. Fantastic dogs. Fantastic dogs. I, uh, Indiana destroyed me whenever we went over there and um but yeah kenny yeah. destroys my heart every yeah time yeah. <laughs> yeah kenny doggins and in indiana bones but uh yeah thanks to uh, two thunderprints again and uh next up we have um wild and wonderful lifestyle company so jed why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about them yes so the wild and wonderful lifestyle company they have apparel and goods that are inspired by wild wonderful west virginia and the people who call these hills home. <laughs> Creating products while building community in the heart of West Virginia, which is also kind of what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Build community in the heart mm-hmm. of West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, you can check their website out at wildwonderfullifestyle.com. They're on Instagram also, at wildwonderfullifestyleco. So you should check them out. Yes. Check them out. Also on Facebook. Just search for Wild and Wonderful Lifestyle on Facebook. And you'll be able to find them there as well. Chicken. And last but not least for this week, we have Loving West Virginia. Now, these guys are awesome. We met them at PopCon this yeah. past year. Yeah. Um, are they some, the ones that we just <clears throat> delivered the stuff for? No, that was Wild and Wonderful Lifestyle. That was Wild and Wonderful yeah. Lifestyle. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. Uh, Loving West Virginia. They're they're based out of Virginia, and um, but they make merchandise, T-shirts, hats, stickers, all sorts of stuff that is um, just all about West Virginia. And they also have the Bella, Canva t- Bella Canvas t-shirts, um, which are just my favorite t-shirts mm. in the world. They're so soft. They don't shrink. And it's great for somebody who just eats corn dogs and pepperoni rolls <laughs> and things like that on a regular basis. So I can buy a large and it fits me until I gain 40 pounds. That's fantastic. But uh, <laughs> Well, now because you're poor, you can't eat. So. You're right. You're right. Send me food, please. <laughs> Pretty please. You can send it to any address that I live at. If you need those addresses, message all me privately. Of our, all of our advertising is going to change. It's just going to be asking for people <laughs> send, to send food. Just send food. I don't need money. I just need food. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Loving West Virginia, um, you can check them out on their website at lovingwv.com, um, on Instagram at lovingwv, and on Facebook also at Loving WV. So check them out there. They have a lot of awesome um, T-shirts, hats, things like it stated before. Um, you can purchase it all there on their website. Um, really cool people to work with. They love West Virginia, obviously. That's in their name. So Thanks for clearing that up, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to let people know they love West Virginia. <laughs> we weren't, we weren't uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so those, those are three. And uh, everybody else who's donated, you, um, we'll, we'll keep cycling through these ad spots. Um, if you haven't given me your, gotten your... Me, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, I thought I was going to get through that without screwing up. You haven't bad. gotten him your information. Yes, if you haven't gotten me any kind of like bio or anything, you will get a custom ad from us. It might be good, it might be bad, because we're not great at everything that we do. I'm pretty excited. And Jed's great at growing hair, as we can tell. Um, but uh, yeah, so... It's <laughs> great. But yeah, if you haven't yet, just go ahead and give me your information. I also need to collect some of the uh, the giveaway stuff too. Um, I still haven't had a chance to do that because, again, I don't have the money to be able to go and drive around. So yeah, I, do I got a bicycle. You're right. I should probably do that. Anyway, so now we're going to go ahead and get to the episodes. No, we need to mention worst kept secret. Do we have to? We have to. 
It's a must. Worst kept secret. Okay, we did it. <laughs> they play Bender. It's in the beginning and end of all of our podcasts. Most of our podcasts, not in the end of all of them. Because sometimes, like last week, we did an exclusive with um, Brandon from last year's model. And Alice was in the episode. So, sorry, we're skip secret. You weren't in that episode at all. But um, you were in this one. And... Uh, it is by Bender. You can check them out on Bands in Town, um, Spotify. It's by Worst Kept Secret. It's called Bender. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check them out on any of the major streaming sites. Uh, just search for Worst Kept Secret. Um, Worst Kept Secret WV on Facebook and Instagram. And um, yeah, check Just out. to clarify real quick, we're never going to stop talking <clears throat> smack on Worst Kept Secret. <laughs> yeah. But they are great guys. You should listen to their music. Yeah, they are really cool guys. Just because we you know make fun of Pat Cole and... Jared's legs and things like that <laughs> doesn't mean that their 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 music's great. If you like metal, um, Bender is probably their softest song, um, and I the the meaning behind it is why we actually use it. But um, if you if you enjoy metal, check them out. If not, still go and you know give them a like, buy a song or something like that. Just give show some support. Send them some pizza. Yeah, yeah. Send them some pizza. Leave a note pizza. in it. Tell them to send it to Daniel whenever they get it. Yeah, and um, yeah. Send send Jared a letter. Telling him to never skip leg day again, or his pants will start falling off of him. <laughs> Pat Cole. Pat Cole. I love Pat Cole. All right, here's the episode. All right. Mm, you can get the up to. So what's up, everybody? I'm Daniel. And I'm Jed. And today we're wasting our talent with... Uh, this is King Dizzle Man with Truth Entertainment. I got my man Jones here. Jones yeah. face. I didn't think you were going to let him introduce himself. I just sort of jumped in a little bit, you know. <laughs> hey, he's the hype man. He's used to me. I'll, I'm always going. Oh, yes. <laughs> he never stops. Never stops. Oh, never. never stops. Yeah. Never, never, never. So what do you guys do? Explain uh, that to me. The Truth Entertainment, uh, it's uh, just a music conglomerate. It's like a DJs and uh, hip-hop mostly, a uh, bunch of acts. We got a bunch of local artists. I run it myself along with uh, my brother Jones. Uh, we got a DJ company out of it, so we do weddings, all that stuff. Plus we run all of our music out of there, which is my uh, most of my stuff, his stuff, a couple other people's things. So we my, right now we're focusing on just the music mm -hmm. part of it really. And, and, but I do a lot of hip hop. We do a lot of shows. We've been trying to branch out and get out of state and get get to the other cities and stuff. So we've been doing local shows here, which is hard because you, no, you, yeah. right, you know, not a lot of spaces, right? You know, it's like you know what I mean. So, the support and all right, and you, it's, know. you know how it is around here with people. But uh, we we got we we got a lot. I mean, we did a lot in a year. We started it like about a year ago now, almost a year ago. And we try to like take it serious, and we started booking shows. Getting getting in because at first they wouldn't let us in because of hip hop. Most mm -hmm. of the places they're like, "You're not coming in. We got to get metal detectors. We got to do this. We got to mm -hmm. call." I'm like, Literally "It's not that it. serious." You know, they they when they hear hip hop, they think uh, eight mile, eight mile yeah, rap battle, battle scenes. Stuff. You know what I'm like, saying? No, we're, like, not, yeah. we're not coming here for that. We're just <laughs> right. trying to have a good I'm like, time. No, it's, like, it's no that. different than the Main Street Cafe. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's no different than like they used to be there. Like, it, my shows are pretty much the same way, dude. It's, yeah, I'll, I invite anybody that wants to perform that does any kind of music. It doesn't matter the music. You can come in. You got a 15 minute slot. There'll be a crowd. You can. You can do your stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And then we all, we all, I mean, it's, every time we've done it, it's been so fun. We've had good, good turnouts, good. 
good everything. But now uh, we've been moving stuff to Pittsburgh. So yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen yeah. like your posts and stuff and like your Snapchats things like that. Right. where you're up in Pittsburgh. Yeah, trying to awesome. that, so. trying to move them <clears throat> out of state. We started mm. a uh, took a deal with a group called Universal Dope out of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and they are like another pretty much the same as us trying to branch out. So they let us come up there, use their radio stuff and their studios and get us on shows and help us out a lot. Like they, they've done a lot for us. Show us mm-hmm. a lot of support. Like even just going up there that you just tell the people like they, they, they show you love. Like they don't just look at you all crazy. Like, <laughs> like they, they, they open the arms to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. They accept oh, us yeah. right off the mark. Like, mm-hmm. It's the, it's different up there. Uh, as you can imagine, the yeah. music scene, you know, yeah, I, mean, I feel like down here, um, it's not as much acceptance, like all around. Oh yeah. Especially like you know doing you say like oh, yeah. doing the hip hop around here. Oh yeah, it's just you know. And, um, and, and so like I, I preach to them too, like even just with like my message. I'm like my message is you know like like power, positivity, like mm-hmm. good things, and they still hate on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's exactly. laughs> and they're like they're like uh, yeah, it's cool, but uh, no, <laughs> you know. What I mean? so the, the one thing that from just starting this, starting wasted, is I've actually noticed like between the bands. And then the hip hop or rap artists, right. one, the hip hop and rap is much more accepting and growing like crazy around. Yeah, there. God, the yes. bands are still kind of in that same funk that's that's been not not like you right. know each and every single band, but it's like that scene, like the the actual bands, right? Metal, indie stuff like that. They're it's like stagnant, right? But it seems like I'm just the more people that I'm meeting and the more that I'm hearing and the more that I'm seeing. Right. The hip hop around here is starting to actually oh, yeah. grow. It is. And it's oh, it's yes. starting to right. get to that next level. Right. Um, I mean, it's Morgantown. I mean Oh they're they're killing it. It's crazy. Uh, oh, God, TK yes. Blockstar, mm-hmm. uh, Adrian they're doing Michaels, a, they're like doing all really that. I mean they're uh, mm-hmm. I, I know numbers of them up there. They're doing amazing things up in Fairmont, Morgantown, a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's a lot bigger up there. They got a bigger selection, college town, good good stuff. And she's doing a lot of good things too. It's yes. somebody else mm-hmm. you might guys want to check out. She does uh TK from Blockstar. I've already got her booked. You got okay, okay. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, I got her booked. Yeah, <laughs> she's doing a real good thing. She does good stuff, man. She did the backpack drive. She yeah. does mm-hmm. clothes. Giving back to the community. She's good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's she's, where it's at. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do something like that for around here. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, but yeah, we just trying to keep it going, keep keep it pushing and keep it going. We did KRS one in Pittsburgh uh, a couple big. months ago. That's Got to open up list. for him. Damn. So, yeah. So that was that's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? use the same mic he did. I, I'm, I love it. I'm, just, I'm still psyched. I like, like on the same mic. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. He's, he's my hype man, so he got to come up with me and stuff. Oh, nice. so That's we awesome. got to be. In, it, they treated us awesome there. Got to go to the like the green room and hang out in mm-hmm. the back, and they had everything set up for us. So it was like, like we actually got to meet KRS One when he was coming in in, in, the, in yeah. the building before the stage. We actually got to dap him up before. Right. He went it was on. like we was locked back. Awesome. It was yeah. definitely bucket list. Like, oh, oh yeah, my God, it was. I got asked a couple weeks before that somebody said, "Name some name." If you could name five people you could perform with that you never had the chance to, and not that if he was dead or anything, but I was just like, KRS One, I'll never have the chance to perform with him. It was just somebody I put on that five li- on that top five list. Yeah. And, uh, then it was like, couldn't they, like two weeks later, got the Universal Dope guys hit us up like, you want to uh, open up for KRS One? I was like, man, that's so weird. Of course I do. Of course I do. I'll be there. They're hitting cameras around here. Right. I'm getting fucking punked. Yeah. Fucking me right now. Somebody just say, and I told him, I was like, I just said this a couple weeks ago. How how amazing it was, you know. And then I got to we got to talk to him for a minute. We got to sit on the stage, back of the stage, while he performed and stuff. And his set was amazing. He he blew my mind. Like he just straight he straight. 
He, it was insane. He straight freestyle freestyle for like forty five minutes, and then he was just like, "I'm just oh, playing." Yeah. Yo, he, he listen. He, <laughs> listen yeah. he walked out on stage. <laughs> he, listen, he walked out on stage. Just got walked. He literally walked out on the stage. Mind you, this whole place had been waiting for him for like an hour. They were already mad. It was like wall to wall people. Three three sections of people. They were chanting his name. They were all mad. He finally comes out, and he comes out, and he was like, "He's like everybody that talking about all of us. Everybody that opened up for him. He was like, yeah, they was good." But when the legend walks in the door, you know what I mean? He's like, everything gets different. So he just starts freestyling. And he's literally like picking people out the crowd, talking about their clothes. He's mm-hmm. talking about Pittsburgh and the general, his ride down here. And he went on for like an hour, 13, 14 beats after another. He was rapping. So we're like, and I was vibing out to all of it. Next thing you know, he's like, all right, thank you, Pittsburgh. Lights go down. I'm like, man, that was awesome. I, I thought I got her, got her money's worth. I was like, I'm waiting for him to walk back. Lights come back on. He was like. Everything you heard up until now was a warm up. <laughs> he was like, "Show starts now, dude." My jaw hit the floor. I was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, I was like, "What?" And the way he said it, the crowd it. just started throwing stuff on stage. I was like, "Oh man, this is awesome!" And he then he for like another hour, another hour at least, man. He went again doing all the old joints. The uh, that's the sound of the police and whoop, and whoop. all the yep. old ones. Yeah. Man. And it was, I was like, I was, that was definitely awesome. It was definitely something fun we got to do with them. I just, I just love when he picked, he was like, you guys want to hear 80s or 90s? I just, I just love, I just love that. Like, just like, yeah, yeah. Take, take a choice. decade. Take, take a, a choice. Take your choice. That just, that just goes to show you how long he's been around. I just, I, I love it. I respect oh, yeah, it. He's man. pioneered the game. Like yeah, you I mean. said, it's like, you, you're, you're, uh, there's rappers and then there's, you know, hip hop artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he, he wants to tell the story and, promote it and push the generation you know what oh, I mean yeah. like rap now is awful you know what I mean mm. like that's why we get bad yeah first thing you first thing you know what I mean because it's the drug glorifying yes. the, yeah. which a lot of I don't agree with you know what I mean but it's like that's why we get as soon as we ask them can we come We they're like yeah yeah I'm like okay and I don't want to lie to them I don't want to be like hey I kind of come perform and they think I'm coming you know with the guitar and stuff and then I get there and they're like you know what I mean? So I always try to be up front with them. Like, listen, I, I, you know, I got a few hip hop acts. I got a couple country singers. I got R and B singer. I got this. I got that. You know what I mean? And I'm one of the hip hop acts, so you, you know, it's not it's not too bad. You know, and usually like it worked a few places. We did good. We did it at the Parker's place on Fourth Street, but they had to move, so they had to move way out in Jane Lou. So we like that place was like one of the only last places we had that mm. was allowing us to do them types of things, but. I'd love to do some more around here. You know what I mean? Definitely. Oh, definitely. Would. You know what I mean? It's just hard. Yeah, it'd be nice to... I've had people ask me a lot about opening up another venue. Yeah. And back a while back, Jed actually asked me about it, and I've had a couple people since then yes. ask me if I would do it again. And the landlord from the Main Street Cafe has, right. like, out of probably like eight times over the past month, asked me to come back and open it back up. Dude, it'd be amazing. <clears throat> Mm. I just don't have the time. Right. I can't And where af- you're at, it's a problem too. That's yeah. why Parkers and them had to leave. They mm-hmm. said they were like just the traffic and mm-hmm. the homeless and the people bugging their customers mm-hmm. and just people breaking in. And then I was talking to Zach about your place. He's like, it wasn't really, we didn't have that kind of problem there yet. But of course it was prior to all the bad stuff really getting yeah. in the streets. But you know, I mean, he was like, it was more just, you know, throwing some people out here and there if they yeah. were acting up, you know. It's like I fought somebody once. Right. <laughs> <That's> Pissed what... <laughs> me off. <laughs> I had a buddy. This dude was big. Like not not big. Right. He's bigger than me. I think the biggest big. ones always. So not but, very uh, big. Yeah, not very big. Well, <laughs> you I, always I, do. I had to go grab a, a buddy of mine, Doug, and I was like, yo, come come get this guy out. Because he was he was in a mosh pit, which is fine. Right. I didn't care about the mosh pit. But he kept running around in a circle, punching the same girl 
every time he would get around, like actually punching her. Oh yeah. Been and she pits. came over and, and grabbed me like, and she wasn't in, in the mosh pit. She was standing and like trying to like back up and he kept going around and hitting her. Right. So I, I looked and I was like, I can't take that guy out right now by myself. And <laughs> I drank about, this was our one year and I, I grabbed, or I'd been drinking. My, my brother brought me a bottle of Jack. So I'd so been sipping on that. Gone. Gone. Halfway, <laughs> halfway, halfway, more than halfway. Yeah. halfway. Yeah. Um, but I, had, I went and grabbed my buddy Doug. I was like, Hey, can you come get this dude out of here? So he just walks out, lit, like just grabs this dude up over his shoulder <laughs> and carries him out. And as he was carrying him out, I was following him. And the dude starts like swinging at me and shit. And I just went black and I just jumped over Doug on like on top of him and just kept going. Zach Krim actually is the right. one who pulled me off of him. Right. <laughs> Zach, okay, he, he was like, telling me something yeah. about a story, something just like yeah, that. Yeah. So. I, oh, trust me. He, he, he refuses to go out with me because I'm like for a long time, like years. It took me four, probably six years to get him to start coming back out. Because usually, because usually when you judge us by our appearance, you'd be like, okay, he's a troublemaker. No. Yeah. Like, because I'm always crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm racist. I'm, I'm yeah. always getting in trouble. Bro. I'm always trying to be the voice for no, like he, he was telling yeah. the story earlier about uh, when we told, I, I was 20, I was 20, and I was, I was 20 years old. It was back when we were doing Crazy Life, but uh, I had saved a garbage bag full of uh, oh, Jesus. ones. Yes. <laughs> Five-gallon big black garbage bag full of ones, okay? So I'm like, he's like, what are you going to do with that? I was like, there's only one thing to do with these, bud. To the strip club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, I'm like, no. He's like, he's, he's like no. You know, no he's like, we're it. not going to the strip club with you, Santa Claus, and the bag of ones. <laughs> That's and, exactly what I said to him. He said, you he said, never for, leave the VIP room with that he was, shit. You he just take and sit it down and be oh, like, listen, who this, wants something? This night got crazy he said he said you're not even 21 yet i said we'll figure it out mm. okay so i called the strip club ahead of time and i'm like hey you know, i'm this local rapper blah 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 we're coming it's my 21st birthday get everything ready you know they're, they're like okay we got it ready for you come on in so we come in i have a fake id he has a real mine's id a, right? mine's actually real he's actually yeah. of age we go in i got this garbage bag full of ones with me they're like you can't uh i'm go i go straight to the stage there's these girls dancing they're like uh sir um what do you got in that bag i'm like Cars back full once. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else I couldn't afford any rubber bands. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like, I wanted to throw this here, you know? And they were like, you can't have this. So we got into an argument about, they didn't, They. I think they were more worried about my safety, like me having it and people uh, like, people be able to see it, yeah. Yeah, like, oh my God, there's this kid in here with this. So they were like, you need to keep it behind the bar. I'm like, uh-uh, y'all ain't touching my money, you know? No. So we walk up to the bar, like, or to the ledge of the thing is girls dancing. Next thing you know, this guy throws like, I forget. It was, Might, her, it was her sugar daddy. She, find, mm. Come find out it was her sugar daddy. This girl, the stripper's sugar daddy. So he throws, he looks over at us and he like just throws all these, these ones, this pack of ones. Probably was like a hundred ones. I'm like, look over at him. Like I had this garbage bag between my legs, you know, I'm like, start stacking this money. I'm like, this guy, this guy don't know who he's dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So I start stacking this money. We got all this money stacked up. We're throwing all this money. So now they're like, they get mad at us again. And they're like, you got to come back. You got to get away from the stage. Come back to the bar. So we get back to the bar and like, I don't even remember where this, where the guy came from or what started the thing with the guy. It wasn't even the sugar daddy. He, me and him had already had words, went back to the bar. I'm sitting there and the guy comes up looking like the Mountaineer mascot. Like he had the, the hat with the raccoon tail, yes. whole nine yards, right? <laughs> I'm like, my where, wait, where, where, where was the strip club at? It was at Reds. It was at oh, Reds. It was at Reds. Oh, Reds. Yeah. Okay. So this is that, happening. We're down. like, I'm like sitting at the bar, got my head. He's like, uh, next thing you know, I just feel this guy like to shove me really super hard in the back, you know? And I'm like, turn around. I'm like, what the heck? He said, uh, You wanted them Williams, some boys he, that burnt down my barn. He said, he said, <laughs> what? 
Dude looks dead at me. Let me say this. Okay. Nine out of ten people, I don't care if you're drunk, I don't care what's going on. It's going to be saying, no, man, you got the wrong guy. Continue. He's like, you know, William, some boys, you, you're one of them fuckers burned down my barn. I'm like, yeah, I am. He's like, and then so all hell breaks loose in this in the middle of Reds. They ended up pulling us in the back. Like, Red pulled a gun on us. It, pulled it, a gun like, on us. Uh, it got bad, dude. I don't want to start talking crazy stuff because you might have to edit this out here. This is your story. Right. Right. But, but stuff, just got, stuff just got crazy that night. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wild night. So, so you, it's a, like, did you just, like, save ones? Like, did you? Yeah, like, yeah, we just saved ones over a period of time just out there. Just like whenever you had like random change, you just yeah, throw those I was trash like, bags. started stacking them, <laughs> and it was just a, it was just a joke. Uh, we started out as a joke, like I'm gonna keep all these ones in this bag, and then before you know it, I was like, I had this big bag of ones, and it was like we were, we were single at the time, we were young. I'm like, there's only one place to go with all these ones. <laughs> His mind started turning <laughs> after like, that. Yeah. Like, there's only one one place we can have fun with this, you know. We're like, gonna get a local diner and tip really uh, well. Oh, it was a bad night, dude. Twenty <laughs> percent. Then we yeah, <laughs> no. we came back the next week, which was really my twenty first birthday, mm. and we we come back again the next week because they kicked us out that night. Oh, I didn't get to the best part of the story. <laughs> sorry, oh my sorry, God. sorry, sorry. <laughs> the best part of the story is he pulls us in the bag and he's like yelling at us, telling us we're doing all this wrong stuff that we wasn't even doing, and he was like. uh He's like, let me see your motherfucker's IDs. So he takes our IDs. Mine's fake. His is real. Remind me. Mine's and, real. And he's looking, at her, <laughs> he's looking at her ID, and he just jumps his ass. And he's like, get the F out of my business. You come in here with a fake ID. Da, da, da. And, and mine's fake. His is real. So he's cussing him. He's, telling cussing, him, me, he's cussing me with a gun. I just his, started laughing. I mean. Telling him his, his ID is fake. When real, So we're like, so you know, young, yeah. drunk, laughing. You know, we're like, what's so funny? I'm like, dude, mine's fake. You know? <laughs> his is real. He's looking at him again. Well, you, you, said that, you, get, yeah. you said that to him? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, after that, I mean, we was already getting kicked out by he, this point. Yeah, I mean, he was like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, y'all got to go. Don't ever come back here ever again. So we come back the next week. Again, yeah. same, way, same way. I was like, hey, man, it's really my 21st birthday. He's like, boosh. I'm like, look, man, I got my, I'm telling you, it is real. And was it, it actually your 21st birthday? And it was really birthday? my 21st birthday. It was like a week and a half later, we go back and, and did it all over again. <laughs> so you're telling me, you're telling me that a week before you turned 21, you went and got a fake ID that said that you were 21. Yes, yes. Why didn't you just no, wait well, a week? Yeah, well, like, <laughs> well, we didn't go get a fake ID. We had a kid that was at the house, and he he had kind of looked like me. And he was twenty one, so we were like, "Hey, man, we'll just use your ID. And we'll get in." Because everybody else had an fix. ID. I was it was like eight of us, but it, me and him was you know two of us that was there. But I was the only one that had the fake ID. But you could have just waited a week. I could have. You want to throw those ones? <laughs> But at that time, a week wasn't guaranteed. That's fair. Okay. So now you guys can kind of understand my hesitation. You know what I'm saying? Going anywhere with him. That All that happened. Then we left there, went to another place, got in all kinds of other trouble. You know what I mean? This was like two or three days straight at that time. We got I got to like so many fights at so many clubs, and they threw us out. We weren't allowed back for a long time. And then that's when he was like, 
I'd be like, hey man, you want to go out? We're going to get... no, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm playing Madden. I'm Come chilling. Come on, man, we're just going to go. To... We're going to go to Denny's. No, I'm showing my girls like, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, I ain't going nowhere with you, nowhere. And we took. I, he finally came to Pittsburgh, so I got him because he he does my hype and and he, he helps me with all my producing and stuff. He always has like, uh, back when I was younger, I didn't I left home when I was young, and uh, I didn't have nowhere to go. Kind of was like running around the streets, and he was one of my friends. I moved in with him. He was like, I was real in the music my best friend had just died a bunch of stuff had just happened people were wanting me to rap and do music and i just didn't want to do it and he's like nah man you got to do it dude you got to do it i mean he pretty much it. he pretty much mm -hmm. went into retirement yeah and then... like i just wouldn't i just hated rapping you know i just didn't like doing it anymore and he was like nah we're, we're gonna get it figured out so he that day he was like what what do you need you know and i was like laptop you know, uh, some other stuff, a microphone. So he was like, let's go. You know what I mean? Got in the car, went and got it, and then started from that day. You know what I mean? Just me and him pretty much. So he's always been a part of it. Always. That's awesome. Damn. Mm -hmm. Always. That's badass. Yeah, yeah, always been a part of it. And that's still that way, like, up until recently. You know what I mean? I record everything at his house. You know what I mean? I don't need everything's at his crib. I mean? He does that because he's my friend. You know what I mean? He don't even yeah. really like it. He just does it with me. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It's, it's definitely... He's listening to it. He's like, your music shit. Oh, yeah. No, he's, oh, he's always on me. But we're going to oh, keep I'll recording. No, he gets mad oh, at me when it comes. Like, I'll, I'll, be like, I'll be talking about other rappers like Machine Gun Kelly and these guys. And I'll be like, man, he's so nice. And he'll be like, I don't want to ever hear you say that shit. <laughs> There's only room for one white boy around here. I'm just trying to get him you know, on that road. You know, yeah. Opportunity is opportunity. They already had their opportunity. They're yeah. already on their story. So this is our story, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it keeps I, me pushing. He does. Like, if yeah. I started, you know, if I started, I shave my head off and I get a, a, a piercing in my nose. I, I'm not trying to be Tupac. I, I got my mm. own story, right? Right. Yeah. That's who I analyze. But that's why I always try to tell him, like, look, this is what you're doing. This is your story, your di your oh, destiny. Yeah. You know, we could we could watch everybody else, but we're going to do it different, right? You know what I mean? So you, you guys, you guys are both from around this area. Yeah, yeah, yeah from, from Clarksburg. From Clarksburg. Yeah, yeah. born, born and raised. Well, I was born in Texas, Austin, born in Texas. Texas. Okay. Yeah, but I moved here really young, like. Three or four months old. I've right. been here my whole life, but I've, I was originally from Texas. Yep. Cool. But yeah, we met each other like what? When we first met each other, we hated each other. Yeah, we, we didn't like fight. each other. We used to oh, fight really? every day. Stand each other. Oh yeah, yeah. we just fist fight every yes. day when we see each other. Like, then that became friends. That's how it works when you were younger, though. Kind of. Oh like, yeah. Like uh, I was, ta I was talking about that to somebody else the other day. It's like you don't really become friends with somebody until you fight them. Back then, yeah. You know what I mean, it's like some of my best friends, you, Calvin, everybody. Yes. Like, I fought him first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my best friends ever. He was actually on the show, Justin Cyber. Me and him, the day that we became friends, he broke my nose. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is like you know, respect is you know is is good. Right. You know, is not given; it's earned. You know, what I'm oh, saying? absolutely. So, you know, you just got to go through that period of, right. in your life. You know. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. Right? Although it is kind of nice having friends that like I didn't have to fight. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh yes, I, absolutely. We got a couple of them too. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like yeah, if yeah. I can avoid that. Breaking, getting a broken nose isn't fun. Oh no, <laughs> me and him fight like, like we, we call each other brothers because we're so close. We live with each other like so. Like there'll be people around. They'll see me and him fight, and they're like, "I can't believe you guys fight like that, and you're still friends." You know, it's like, "No, oh, that's my brother." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just we we disagree about stuff. Yeah. We go at it, and then we're like, "Hey man, that was my bad." <laughs> you know? yeah, that, we, that was me this yeah, time. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know me and my my actual yeah, brother, like Michael. Right. Like there's been a few times where we've been drunk, and like I've. Like, like, you know, he'd take his glasses off because, you know, this is before I had glasses and I'd just like rear back to swing him. I just like never brought myself to actually hit him. Right. I wouldn't, I don't think I Didn't ever could. Josh like <clears throat> carry you somewhere or like shove you through a door or something like that because Some, you were going to swing on Michael? Yeah. 
There was also one time where I tried to shove Josh. Josh is. <laughs> Josh is. Yeah, I can tell you stories about me and my sister. Five, <laughs> Josh is like five foot eleven. And no, back, Josh is six foot. Is he six yeah, foot? He's at least two inches tall. As well. Yeah, so he's but six foot tall. And this, this was a while ago. A this was probably like back. five or six years ago. Right. But he was probably still 260, 270. Oh, yeah. This is whenever we used to like actually work out together. Yeah. Like he was like, he was <coughs> lifting big like big dude. Big, and big boy. I right. got pissed and tried to shove him. And I'm, like I shoved him and he didn't move. <laughs> I flew backwards. That's Never ever do that again. Remember whenever we first walked in here and he was like, ah, he broke two chairs last night. That's Josh. He's a big old dude. My girl's got a brother like that. Oh, you're just sitting there. And he just like leaned back and just <laughs> I remember whenever he was like <laughs> me and him have been friends since we were like 13, 12, 13 years right. old. And uh, I remember when he was like 15, 16 years old. It was right around the time that both of us had driver's license and cars and could drive and everything. Right. He would come over to the house and he was so big mm. That to walk through the doors in my house, you'd have to turn sideways because he's he was not, so broad. Yeah, like he's his right. shoulders are so He's wide. not fat. He's just like broad. he would have to he's turn a, he's a and big go old broad through boy. the door. <laughs> yeah. Big old bro. Yeah. yeah. Big old dude. Mm. Big <laughs> fucking it. teddy bear. He's not. <laughs> my girl's brother's like that, dude. I, I completely understand. Oh, my. Trust me. He's, he's, a, he's an animal, too. Yeah. The same way. Big old dude. Seems like guys like that always have bad temper too. Yes. Oh man, yes, her I'm, brother. Oh, that's yeah. how Josh. Shout is. out to Mike Video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike Video. He's, he's, he's. I'm telling you, he's. A, I mean, I he'll see, sit there all day and, and cuddle a dog, damage. cuddle a pillow. Mike's the same way. As soon as you piss him but, off, got three girls, man. Uh, as soon as he loses in Destiny, he gets. Oh me. yeah, Fortnite. 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 Oh man. Or you make fun of his facial hair when he fucks up shaving, and he goes and storms <laughs> off to the room. That happened the other day. <laughs> stuff I do to him, man. I'm so ignorant to my friends, man. I'm like, I do. I'm just, like, I get shit on so much by Jed that there's really, there's really nothing anybody can really say to me that it's like me to you. That really upsets me enough to go and, and just like time. lock myself in my room anymore. I sent, him, I sent him a text the other day. Uh, I posted it. Online. I know. I know. Yeah. You posted it on Facebook. Oh, tell about the one. Tell about the one. Okay, I'll, 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 what you, go ahead. What's well, uh, I told him I was like, uh, I, or I, well, it was in a group chat, right? Yeah, yeah it was. It was in a group chat. It was in a group chat. Football yeah. group chat. And I was like, my oh. my intestines are like Daniel today. They smell like death. They hurt deep down inside. <laughs> And they can't play guitar. I think I just pulled into work and I saw that and I'm like, oh, today's going to be great. It's going to be Like 9 a.m. Like, well, I'm glad oh. I don't work in a rope factory. <laughs> could be worse. Could, that could be, be bad. Worse. Real could bad. Worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant of my friends. Like, yeah, he, he got out of jail one time. He never, he didn't know about he had he had no clue about social media. Like None. he just he missed like Facebook. He missed like the whole jump of it mm -hmm. all. So when he comes out, I'm like, bro, you gotta get a Facebook, man. You're missing everything, dude. I, I want to tag you in these funny things. I want to do this, but I can't even get a hold of you know. And so one day he like gets a Facebook. He puts his like picture on there. He he had no clue about nothing. He just got a phone. So I go make this website about him getting. In, I take his actual mugshot because he just oh, got my actual one. I take his actual <laughs> mugshot right, and I put up a news article about him getting in trouble for uh, male prostitution, asking to. A male, somebody to perform oral sex on him in downtown Clarksburg made this shit look real. So, mind you, like, I didn't know for the first so, like, three days. I'm tagging him in it and stuff. And, 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 you tagged him on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We and, have, and, we like, have everybody, everybody knows I'm his brother and stuff. Yeah. So they're like, they're like, 
oh my god what happened I'm like listen I don't know I'm trying to figure it out I'm reading this you guys are reading this so like and I'm thinking like he's gonna see this and he's gonna be like you know ha ha funny bro but like he he hadn't caught up yet so he's like still trying to figure it out people were calling yes. him he calls me he's like dude what's everybody flipping out on calling about he's like they keep saying I'm gonna kill you he's like what'd you do man I'm like you haven't seen what it what did you do <laughs> what the fuck did you do I'm like you haven't seen it yet he's like no I'm like bro get on your Facebook he's like I don't know how to do that I'm like you know I gotta walk into it you know, I gotta click on the, the F thing the big blue F. okay you got it alright I'm like now go I'm like he, and then you hear him he's like you motherfucker <laughs> He said, how many people saw this? I said, the whole world. <laughs> the whole world. I'm not sure what you been do three now. days, dude. Everybody's oh, been sharing. I had no idea what was going on, dude. <laughs> like, I'm just, that was uh, hilarious. Oh, it was a good one. It was, it was pretty good. Dude, you had people, people were talking about it just the other day at work. They brought. He just started working where I work, and somebody had brought it up. They were like, hey, I saw it. I was like, no, that was a joke. They're like, oh, we didn't know it was a joke. So that's what started the whole conversation. Was they still today didn't know it was a joke. <laughs> that's when you know it's a good joke. <laughs> it's, it's just like it's just like impractical jokers, man. I'm oh, telling you, like I made up like that. I cut the bags and stuff. Like he'd be up there trying to get the lettuce out, and I ripped the bottom of the bags. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys live together still? No, 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 okay, okay, no, no. thank God. I'll say, man, like the way you guys treat each other, living together me. and working together. And oh, like, no, 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 I couldn't bad. do that with my fiance for two years. No. <laughs> we had the business together. Yeah. Like, you see how that turned out? Yep. Fantastic. Absolutely. I'm surprised you've stuck around in my place for as long as you have. <laughs> I kind of just with the way you out. talk to me, yeah. I need that relationship where I'm talked down to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needs it. He needs it. it, it, it the same way. On it. it really just it really goes down to the point. You don't need yes men around you. Oh, you, need, you need somebody yeah. to really so I, I tell go, you what's up. You know, be yeah. honest with you. That's that, what I that try to keep in my circle. Of someone for you, absolutely. Well, in his case, he's a Cowboys fan, so he needs somebody to shit on him constantly. That way, whenever Dude, right. like, disappointment, okay. I, know you're, I know you're editing this. There's, the, as far as the NFL goes, there is you know, fans for every team, and then you've got your people who like multiple teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, I collectively, growing up. 31 teams, those fans, hardcore fans of those teams, all right. fucking hate hate the Cowboys <laughs> and hate their fans. Absolutely. And you, you don't find that in any other with other, any right. other any other team at all. No, right. I agree. It's I because Cowboys, it's because we're Cowboys fucking fan. whiny. We bitch whenever we lose. We right. hate everything until we win. Right. That's just the way it is. So yeah. that's why you're it's a just fan. Just because you're of America's them. team, they say. Yeah. You know I mean, <laughs> I'm just a vagina. I was, apparently, I was a huge oh, Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same way with it's just life. Same way with everything. Yeah. So, we so were, I have a question. We were talking about hip hop about it. Good. I got a question that I ask everyone. Good. So you guys can answer this however you want. So describe to me either like your style or just your music in general using famous actors and actresses. Or other hip hop artists or just or just actors and actresses? Actors and actresses. If I mean if you if we're talking like hip hop <laughs> artists that've yeah. been in movies, like like you know, oh, it would have been definitely probably what M and Eight Mile, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, uh, Heath Ledger Joker for sure. That's, yes. We get that one a lot. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, and the because and the Two Face, I guess a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, little Denzel Washington, maybe. Yes, little Denzel on Training Day. <laughs> on training, training, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. training Day. Okay. The training mm. Day. Gotta be yeah. the wolf. Great fucking movie. We're the wolf. It is. Great. Gotta be. Yeah. Yes. Great. I love I'll that say, fucking movie. I just try to be positive, man. Like yeah. I, I was young, hip hop was crazy. Like I, I lived a crazy life. I, I try to be more like, uh, 
logic, I'd say, as a rapper-wise, like somebody like that that's more positive about stuff. I try to tell people, uh, my, I, I only try to rap about stuff either I've been through, you know, I don't try to lie, I try to tell the truth, and I don't try to glorify, you know, like I, like not as a joke, but I, I, had to, I sold drugs as a kid. I did, I did stuff that I shouldn't have done growing up. You know what I mean? But yeah. even though I did, I, I try not to be the person saying, "Hey, man, since what I did, and this is what you should do." And da, 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 you know, I just try to be <clears throat> positive and show people, like, man, you could be the downest of the down and still be some amazing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just try to keep that in my mind when I when I do everything. You know? Because it's hard sometimes, especially in hip-hop and especially around here. Oh we were God, talking yes. about it in the car, like, yes. just hip-hop alone, like, there's so much hate in hip-hop. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like in uh, bands, like, you don't hear you other don't bands, hear bands like, you don't man, F Metallica, dude, you, you know you what? You don't hear AC Diss track I'm next week. Metallica. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, that's like, it. that's it. But as a fan, of course. You know <laughs> yeah. Coming 2019, but, diss track on Metallica. Right. But it's like, you don't <laughs> hear it from other country artists. You don't hear it. It's like everybody tries to bring everybody down. I try to be with everybody up. I try to support everybody. I try, even when I heard what you guys were doing before you even was taking off, I was like, Dude, I want to be a part of it oh, any God, way yes. I can be. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't. I, you don't got to interview me nothing. I'll share it. I'll do anything I can do because yeah, you're constantly like you're the one person that it doesn't matter what I post about it or right. what's been posted about it. Right. You're always on there like oh, yeah. sharing. He's really good. I really, really, really appreciate good. it. Yeah, dude, yeah definitely. It's just people don't understand, dude. You know what I mean? Everybody was lo- once a local artist or once local. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if everybody just would support everybody, everybody could make it, mm-hmm. and everybody exactly. could have yeah. their own little bit. You know what I mean? But everybody's like. It's weird. Like, I read a thing the other day that said, uh, you wonder why your friends don't support you. It's because they know you and they want to be in your position. You know what I mean? So a a stranger will will like you and be a fan before your best friend would. You know what I mean? Because they only have your music to know you by. Yeah, exactly. It's that whole, like, they... Same thing with people who just sit, like like Jed made a good point um, about people who just do what they are supposed to do right you know go to school after they graduate go to college get a job then they're miserable because they didn't follow what they really wanted to do it's like you know but then they're like they're looking at these other people and they're pissed because they're doing that it's like they follow their dream yeah it's all about dreams right and it's the same thing with like the community it's like you know you can't be in a band and see your friend's band make it and fucking hate them because of that because right. one you're it's you're 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 gonna you're not gonna do you're not gonna do anything with that right exactly it, it, exactly you know you have to support that and like you know help them grow more Absolutely. you know everything like that like you can't right. you can't get pissed oh, if, if your best friend makes it and you don't like no. that's why i try to keep <clears throat> people like that around me man mm-hmm. like that are just they they want to help they want to see me make it you know mm-hmm. what i mean exactly. i keep people around me that that do things for me not because I asked them to, you know what I mean? Or because I needed them to like, like, man, they see something like, Hey, this could help you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, that's how I try to, I try to, and I tell, I have a lot of friends I'm really close to that I got cut out of my life. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're still in the life and they're still doing crazy stuff. And then they look at me like I'm the messed up one all the time. I, I think I shared something yesterday on Facebook. And it was a text message and it said, uh, said, this is what it's like being an artist. And it said, uh, it was, it was showing like a screenshot of a text message mm-hmm. and it was in somebody's messengers. And he said, Hey man, I'm having a show this week. Come out and check it out. No reply. Hey man, uh, my band's going to be playing right in front of your house. Come out and check it out. No, no reply. reply. Hey man, uh, we got these T-shirts for sale. We're just trying to. If you want to support the movement, buy the shirts. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then finally, like, and then every one of them's like a year ahead of time. Yeah. Then he gets to the last year, and he's like, the guy finally replies, and he says, "Hey man, you blew up, dude. That's awesome, man. Can me and my friend get some tickets to the show? You know?" Yeah. And then he don't answer. Then it was like, <laughs> then he responds, "Oh, you think you're too good? Oh, well, I'll remember. You know what I mean? And that's what it's like, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like." And I try to explain to people, it's like, yeah. I, 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 I 
whatever you do is whatever you do. I'm not telling you how to live your life, but I just can't have certain things around me because I'm trying to be positive. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to keep myself <clears throat> forward. I'm trying to build something and I can't keep pushing myself down mm -hmm. and helping everybody else. Trying to, Cause I try to save everybody. That's my problem. I'm, I'm bad at that. You know what I mean? Like if I, cause I've been down and I like, if it wasn't for him, my baby's mother, like certain people in my life that were like, Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? mm -hmm. you're messing up, dude. You got to get, I, I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you guys. I promise. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I was bad. I was worse or the worst at one point in my life. You know, I was doing a lot of crazy stuff and it was life. I, I had this conversation with my girl's mom. She was, uh, she was talking about just a bad outlook on people that grow up in bad neighborhoods or like they end up selling drugs. So I told her my story, which was like, as a kid, I lived on Harrison street in Clarksburg growing up. I, I came from Willow Lanes, moved mm -hmm. from Texas. Grew up in Little Wayne's. When I grew up in Little Wayne's, it was nothing. It was nuts. You know what I'm saying? We had drugs everywhere. It, it was nuts. You know what I mean? So I left there, moved to Harrison Street right next to the avenue. Mostly everybody that I live with in the lanes had now moved to the avenue. So it's like, I, yeah, all my friends are still here. I know everybody I grew up. Well, I'm walking down the street dribbling the basketball, mm -hmm. going to the park. And every time on the way to the park, I see the same group of guys on the corner. You know what I mean? Here, they got money. They got the Jordans I want. They got the nice clothes, you know, and you're walking past and they're like, and these guys were always cool to me. You know, they're like, hey, you, you go to school today? Yeah, here's 20 bucks. Hey, oh, I seen you, I seen you in the paper. You scored 30 points. Here's a hundred bucks. You know, and that, mm -hmm. they would always look out for me. So I was like, those were, my dad wasn't there. You know what I mean? I just must my mom. So those were the guys I was seeing. I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? They got money. They got this. Hey, when I needed a new pair of basketball shoes, I was like, hey guys, I need a new pair of basketball shoes. Hey man, go get you some Jordans. Good. They helped me out. So then mm -hmm. first thing you know, I have a, I have a song about it. And it was like the, you know, guy was like, hey man, you know, instead of giving you a hundred bucks here, take this, sell this. Now you got 200 bucks. Bring me back a hundred. And then I was like, what do you think I did the next day? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I woke up and I did it again. You know yeah. what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it was just the easy way of my life. I didn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't a bad person. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, it wasn't like I, I was a kid like, hey man, I'm going to be cool and do this. And you know what I mean? It yeah. just happened to happen that way. You know what I mean? And it's weird how it goes. So I was telling, explain this to my girl, like to my girl's mom, excuse me. I was saying like, you don't hate me, do you? You know what I'm saying? Like you love me and you know me as me now. You know what I mean? But you did, probably didn't even know that about my life. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, I was just trying to tell her, don't judge people. You know what I mean? Because it's... Some people, like, I mean... It's bad. You know, looking down on people, like, people who look down on people like that, it's like, a lot of times people, you know, like like you when growing up like that, you, you didn't right. you didn't have that, a tr really a choice. Like, right. you know, if you, like, exactly. say your dad wasn't there, like, they're, you know, oh, yeah. and, and especially in this area, the, 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 the wages aren't good. Like, right. you know, being young and like those kind of situations like what else are you supposed to turn to like the oh, state yeah. doesn't like the, the state doesn't give a shit right. no, they like don't. they'll just School shove you change. down in these like little ghetto ass places right. and just like whatever and leave you there no you just want to give you food stamps and like a little bit of money right. like to pay your rent and that's that's, then you that's got, it you got a single mom your mom <clears throat> mm -hmm. can't my mom wasn't home because she was working you know what i mean so She's i come home from jobs. school guess yeah. what everybody knew my house my mom wasn't home we mm -hmm. i had a nice house on harrison street you know i'd be like all my friends come up from the avenue we'd party and drink and smoke and turn on some music and rap and yeah, do our stuff you know so mm -hmm. it was just like it, it it all came into much more crazy stuff later mm -hmm. but you know it's just you're right I mean, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's how it starts. Mm. But I was like, even with my stuff, man, like I was, I was homeless with not a dollar in my pocket less than like, what, two years, two and a half years ago, three years ago. I was literally, about three. Yeah. I literally was knocking on doors like that yeah. bad off. Like I had nowhere to go. You know what I mean? I was just, no, everybody was like, Hey man, I can't deal with you, bro. Even him, like he, he was one of the people that had my back no matter what. Thank God. Mm. You know what I mean? He, he was one of the people that no matter what, it could be 
snowing outside, he'd make sure, like, here, dog, no, you can lay here. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Knowing that he has to worry about me being in his house all night. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that, but he's my friend. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why I got love for him. But, like, it, like I just want to show people, man, that you can, just, you, like I said earlier, you can do anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can be anything. I, I get it all the time around here. Can't rap. You're white. Can't rap. You're white from Clarksburg. Can't rap your wife from Clarksburg and from Westford. You know what I mean? And they told me I wouldn't, I couldn't rap. They told me I couldn't, I wouldn't get a show. You don't have to be from, you know, right. New York, Chicago, right. I try, Detroit, I tell, any big city to to be. It's a musician or be yeah. an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, my grandmother's in a band. <clears throat> my my whole family was in bands growing up. Like uh, this is just my generation. This is how yeah. I do it. You know what I mean? My grandma mm-hmm. was, had a guitar. She was singing. My uncle, same way. It's like just got to me. Like I just kept it going. But that's I did how, it my own how way. how he keeps it alive. You know what yeah. I mean? I just do it, and do it my way. You know what I mean? And I, I wish I could. Like I've been trying to get a band together, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. like, if I had it my way, I would have a live band. That would when be, I, be when perfect. I perform. Right behind, like I would rather be his words. It'd be yeah. perfect. Right. I'd rather be if like I've, I've worked on it a few mm-hmm. times. I got a drummer. I got a couple other people. And like I've, I've, I was really like, if I had it my way, that's how I would do it. Because mm-hmm. I know I would get a lot more bookings. I would be able to play a lot better live, and it would just it would mm-hmm. kick butt. You know what I mean? I think. <laughs> yeah. That'd be something awesome. So as far as far as that goes, like you know, you say you want to start a band, things like that. Like if if people want to get a hold of you, um, yeah, Josh like Dunbar, like a, like Facebook, a, yeah, just Josh Dunbar, yeah, just Josh um, Dunbar on Facebook, yep, mm-hmm. or uh, Facebook Truth Entertainment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's all up. We got pages. Uh, Reverb Nation slash King Dizzle Twenty Two is the music page. You can check out all the songs, all the shows, all the videos. So it's got a lot yeah, of you, you, are you, you still. He's, do, he's, do you know how to use Facebook now? Yeah, I'm better. Yeah, I'm better. I'm getting better. He's getting so, better. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it. At the end of the day, it's just we try to be trendsetters. We're not trying to copy right. anything. Yeah, yeah, we're just absolutely. trying to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel if you be yourself, you can be anything you want. You know, and you just definitely check it out. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I try. We try to show love everybody. We don't. Right. It's like, it's nothing but positive. So like, but like I was saying earlier, I tell the same way, dude. It's like, I preach nothing but power, positivity, and I still get hated. You know what I mean? But it's just, it's, it's just, just part of, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what you do. Like oh, if yeah. you're, if you're in that public light you know I mean? and if somebody's jealous of what you're doing or if oh, people, yeah. you just have haters. It doesn't oh, matter. It have. doesn't matter what it is. You oh have yeah. No it doesn't matter what it is. Oh yeah. So I people, love haters yeah. too. I love it too. So many but, people want to be in my spot. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. I never asked for it. You just, we just do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like people act as if. I'm taking their shine. I'm like, oh yeah, no. that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm just that happens like, a lot. They're like, hey man, I want to do. Uh, won't you let me do this? I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, dude, you can do it just like I'm doing it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I we started from nothing, dude. Like, yeah, nobody would let us in the building because of hip hop. So we I, we came up with a plan. I was like, listen, man, we're going to DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start DJing. They gotta let us in and the just door. Incorporate right. your right. And then into if they it. let me in yes. the door and they say, hey, let's let this kid in. DJ. Let's see what he's got. Okay, mm-hmm. well he can DJ. Now I can get in their ear and I can say, hey, not only can I DJ, but I can bring you live acts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Up, upon the DJ and and a lot of bands like with Parker's is why I went good because he was saying he was like, you know, I'm 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 getting I'm giving these bands four or five hundred dollars to come play. They're drinking for free. I'm going in the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my and my structure was, I'll get I'll you don't try, you don't pay me nothing. I take $5 at the door, whatever I make off me promoting it, how many people I get to come is where I make my money. So yeah. every dollar you get is is nothing but mm. profit, you know what I mean? And, I, and it was working good. We did great. And we were booked up till uh, New Year's Eve for the night, but then they had to move them buildings because of downtown and how bad oh, yeah. the area's gotten. Yeah, the area's you know gotten I mean? real bad. <clears throat> so it just kind of put a damper on the live mm. shows around here for now. Yeah, that's what, like whenever we had the cafe, we had some, we had a couple bigger 
acts. Like we had uh, Green Jelly in there once. Mm-hmm. That was a two thousand dollar guarantee. Um, right. We had a. Uh, I've been, I was at a show there one time. <clears throat> I can't remember who was playing. It might have been you guys. Actually, it might have been somebody you was with. Probably. Was yeah. it? Did, did a bunch of dudes get naked on stage? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was after Atlas. It was me. Because <laughs> the other band. But it wasn't was, me. Yeah, turn <laughs> up, turn up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said, well, I've got the, the, my band remember. after Atlas, but then it was uh, Aliens Exist. We did a Blink 182. That's yeah. whenever we'd. Uh, I love some Blink 182. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love some Blink 182. But uh, that place, like, you know, the the whole. I ran that place like. Like we used to do at fire halls back whenever I was growing up. Like, right. you know, it's five bucks at the door or whatever. Like, you know, the bands didn't oh, yeah. really get guarantees a lot um, right. because it's Clarksburg. Right. You know, it's like, right. and it wasn't that I didn't want to pay them, but one, yeah. uh, people didn't really realize that whenever we started that place, we didn't right. start with, like, like we didn't take out a business loan. We didn't have money in the bank, like to right. just, just to spend on like advertisement or paying bands, things like that. Like it, right. they, we just did it out of our own pocket, right. you know, and the owner, all the equipment that was there as far as like the bar equipment was right. provided to us. So we didn't have to pay for it. The only thing we had nice. to pay for was the PA system. Right. So we raised money to get that. So it's like, we didn't have the money to bring in bands and pay them two, $300 a night. Right. It's like whenever we might get 15 people in the door. You know, and we can't charge more than five bucks. We tried it. Right. Ten yeah. bucks, nobody came. Yep. I've been you there. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, some mm-hmm. nights where it's like we would start the show or like, you know, be like doors open at six, it's five bucks, and then nobody would come in. Nobody would come in. So we'd push the show back and we'd just announce it like, okay, cool, the show's free. Right. Anybody yes. can come out. And like sometimes people would show up, sometimes oh, people yeah. wouldn't. It, it's like it's like it's, a hit yeah, it's, it's, it's hard people in this show area. Up, no really no money. They're <clears> like, hey, man, uh, I don't got any money. but And it's like, man. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, yep. and then it happens to everybody. I've been there with it. Believe me, trying to do shows here. They're hard. But, I mean, I, I, I had pretty good crowds most of the time. But, again, I, I try to run them like, um, I try to keep it to where, like, my crowd would come see me, whoever was coming to see me. Then if you were performing, you'd have mm. people bring in a few. Yes. So I try to have seven or eight performers. Then, hey, you bring four or five people. We got a good crowd in yeah, here, you know? Exactly, and, like, yeah. people don't understand <clears throat> the concept. is another thing with artists around here. Oh, God, go and, ahead. And not really – not, not, I don't know how it works with bands, but, like, with artists even here, like, like with uh, the shows, for instance, like, uh, if you go out of town and you – I don't, I, don't I don't know how it works with rock music and bands but like with hip-hop if you're even for krs1 normally well with krs1 we didn't have to pay we got asked to do that but normally mm-hmm. you're paying for your open slots you yes. know until you get big oh, enough yeah, a lot of a lot of times mean, until like, you yeah. get big enough to be mm-hmm. to headline a show and to do your own you're paying for your open slots so like our my format was i was telling people hey if you want to perform it you give me 20 bucks you get a 15 dollar slot you can bring as many people as you want however you want to do it you know what i mean you pay for your slot they come they pay five dollars at the door but they're all looking at me like oh man you're making all this money i'm like no man this is for the next show you know what yeah. I'm saying? So we can do this again. You yeah, know what I mean? mean? No and better and twenty dollars is cheap. Typically, right. those buy ones, it's like you have to oh, sell twenty oh, tickets. Yes, yes. you have to or sell. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've done that. I've, I've yeah. done that one time. Like and every artist like, had to sell ten tickets. Half of them yeah. couldn't do it. And then they're mm-hmm. then they're mad at me. I'm like, bro, you're supposed to be the artist. You can't sell ten tickets mm-hmm. to yourself. You can't sell. You can't get your grandma or mm-hmm. nobody to buy, to help you. Like, and then they're mad at me. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to help you. Help me, help us, all of us help each other. Yeah, because you know you're not just you're not just like, a performer there. You're running a whole, uh, like a basically a, a business. Right, like, this exactly. is like to to help these artists Absolutely. play these shows. Like, give, yeah, d- twenty dollar buy in, like that's fucking cheap. Like if they go right. to Pittsburgh, oh, like yeah. the, there was a show There's we hundreds. were gonna, we were supposed to yeah. play, and they wanted us to sell twenty tickets at ten bucks a pop, and right. we, we were like, one, I couldn't get twenty people from around here to and come to Pittsburgh. To, to go to Pittsburgh that's to hard. watch us play. Been, right. And then we thought about like, well, we could just buy the tickets and go play. Then I like looked at it. I'm like, 
then you're the, the event page hasn't been doing shit. Like right. nobody's been promoting it. I was like, I'm not spending two hundred dollars. Right. It's all you about know? investing. Absolutely. Yeah. I tell people. So it's like, you know, at twenty bucks if if you you're know twenty invest twenty bucks <clears throat> yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think I, that's to me as a as a you know, being in that position before, like twenty bucks is a pretty fucking. Oh yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Dude, I've paid hundreds. I've paid, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, paid hundreds. Yeah. I've done shows for people that were nobody and they were like, Hey man, it's it's a hundred dollar buy. Okay, here, bam. Well, let just me go, have my spot. Well, just goes to you show you who really wants it and who really doesn't. That's what I said. I told you that one night. It's like people people come in and they see fifteen or twenty people and they're like Oh, oh, I ain't performing here. This is crap. But it's like, dude, if you're not willing to perform in front of five to 15 people, you're never going to make it to that 500,000. This yeah. is the people, this is when you realize if you want it or not. Exactly. When you're, when you're like I did last time for towards the KRS one show and the week after that, dude, I go out of my pocket. I rent a car. Mm-hmm. I buy, make sure everybody's got tickets. I buy all my friends' tickets. I'm going out in my own pocket to go up and have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not making no money. I'm spending money. Yeah, to do exactly. It, you know what I mean? But I know in the long run, it's helping me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just the notoriety of being on the stage of KRS-One and doing this mm-hmm. and this. I, I see the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to at least. But around here, it's just like you said, like what you're with the Main Street. It's just, it was the same way. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just I don't a, know what it is, man. I don't, I don't get what's in the air. You know what I, mean? no, I, I don't get it. Like, and I, I love really my don't. town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love the place. I, mean, I love I, it too. Like, like, even when we go to Pittsburgh, dude, it's like, I go to Pittsburgh, I steal the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I walk in, they're like, a uh, girl just did a podcast about me. Uh, her name's Luna Billingsley. She, uh, she's an uh, actress and a model up in Pittsburgh. She did a, she came and did a show where she was one of the judges. Mm-hmm. There was like uh, AR Ab. There was like 30 rappers in this building. I rap. She, she did a podcast about it and was like, the only person she talked about was me. She's like, mm-hmm. you know, this little skinny white kid walks up. I'm like, what's he about to do? You know what I mean? She's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm laughing and stuff, thinking I'm about to clown this kid. She was like, and then he started rapping. She was like, I couldn't believe him. You know what I mean? It's like, he was so yeah. great. And like, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. We were at the last show in the middle of the set. I said, uh, uh, you may have seen a video. I've been I shared a couple of times, but it was like in the middle of my set. I was just like, you know what? I was like, stop this stuff for a second. I stopped all my music and I just acapella rap to this whole crowd. And everybody yeah. was just like, like didn't understand it at first. Mm. You know, they're like, wait, what the heck are you doing, dude? And like, my the DJ, my, my buddy, shout Troy. out to Troy. Shout out to Troy Fly guy. <laughs> he, he's like, we got another song, man. You know, he's like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on, dude, I got this. You know, because <laughs> before I got there on the ride up, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, uh, I try to leave an impression in somebody's head. If they're watching me perform, I try to be like, what's going to get them to go home and be like, you know what, man, that, that dude was good. That dude was good. But that freaking kid, you know what I mean? Like, and that's how I try to do it. So on the ride up, I turned around to him and I said, I'm going to start, I'm going to stop the whole set in the middle of the set. And I'm going to do an acapella freestyle to the whole crowd. He was like, I said, I think it's going to change, you know, the set. I think it's going to make people look at it different than if oh, we just yeah. do the regular set. Did. You know yeah. what I mean? It and amazing. it definitely did, dude. <clears throat> like if the people, like the out. When I got off that stage, everybody that came up to me and shook my hand and took pictures, it was like, uh, I, 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 I hit it off. You know what I mean? They were just like. You put something in their in their head that they're going to, like, if oh, everybody's yeah. just, like, doing their set, doing their set, doing their set, then you go up there and do something completely fucking off the wall. Right, exactly. They're, they're going to remember you out of everybody. Oh, you know, they'll remember that. You oh, know? yeah. Whether, well, like, whether it was, you know, good, bad, anything, like, right. something you do different, like, you stand out. That's you make yourself, especially on, like, especially hip-hop shows where it's, like, a bunch of artists. Like, oh, it's, yeah. like, back to back to back doing to back. It's like, you know. And you're, if you're, especially if you're opening for like a bigger artist, it's like they're not really going to remember like if they'd all just go up there and do the same thing, same thing, right. same thing. They're there to see that one person. But then if you go up there and blow their minds by doing something crazy, they'll remember yes. you. Right. That's, so. that's how I try to keep it, man. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I always try to leave positive. Like every one of my shows that we've done this year so far, I usually end the show normally like that. Like with a certain something that I wrote either that day or that night that I was thinking about. And I mm-hmm. always wrap it just me to the crowd. You know, yes. And it's usually how I always end my shows because mm-hmm. it gives them that thing because i don't have a banger like i don't like to do clothes i got some some up-tempo ones but 
most songs are more like life, I guess. They, they always yeah. have a message. There's yeah, always yeah. a I message. I try to always have a message. Of, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? To push it, you know, push the boundaries and never give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what got me listening, you know, is always the seriousness. I like I like serious music. All that other stuff, you know, it's great and all, but, you know, he has a, you know, has a song for every mood, especially a, a good message with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that... Is, is incredible. I don't see. I see a lot. I hear a lot, and I don't. I don't see it in other people. I yeah, always see right. it in him. Absolutely. You know? That's why we were talking about hip hop these days. Like just the drug glorification of it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, pushing it on the kids and stuff. And I get a lot of crap for it. You know what I mean? They're like, oh man, duh, you're old. You know what I mean? You, this isn't. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, Machine Gun Kelly said it about Eminem. He's like, this isn't for you no more. You know what I mean? Like we're all on drugs, and we like to get high and we do this. You know what I mean? But it's like. They're missing the big picture. You They're know what definitely I mean? missing it. I mean, like, I I don't care about that. Like, that's cool. Do that. I've done that same shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But when you're telling the kids, you know what I mean? That, that, you know, it's kids, okay. Cause I was influenced by hip hop. Like, you were probably influenced by music. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just growing up, listen, listen to things, dude. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, you, it influences you whether you want to admit it or not. You well, know? you can definitely tell how the generations have changed. You know oh, yeah. Because I mean? back in the day, we listened to, you know, it's okay to sell and do stuff. Oh, now they're listening to stuff. They call that's, it, they said, we listen to drug dealer music. Yes. They listen to drug user music. Yes. Yeah. You can see yeah, how it's, it's changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Right. But I try to steer away from it, right? I try to be more about being serious, positive. more, yeah. you know, real life stuff, you know? I think it's, I think it's pretty, uh, especially critical for where we live. Right, absolutely. Yeah, because it's like... It's a huge message. This is the... I, I mean, I would argue that this this area, you know, north central West Virginia, right. maybe even like southern it's West really, Virginia. It's really oh, yeah. bad. Downside. It's the heart of, of the drug problem. It's opening capital of the world. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. I, absolutely. And even yeah. with that, like I try to tell them, I'm like, I'm trying to show you that I've been there. My I, Even my mom, she gets mad at me for like in my bio, a guy wrote a bio about me. I think I might have sent it to you. And it said like it talks about, you know, some of my addictions and things I went through. And she's like, why did you put that in there? Why? I'm like, because I want people to know that I've been there. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. well, people yeah. are going to judge you. And she's right. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. like, people now, yeah. some people in my life might not even know that about me. You know what I mean? Just because they have only met me recently. So yes, yeah. it's like, so she thinks like, oh, they're might be going to judge you. And they're yeah. going to be like. Ugh. The thing about that, that, I mean, that irritates me. It's like, you know, if you, if, if somebody looks at your story and where you started and your, you know, if you've had issues with drug use, you know, or, you know, any kind of addiction like that, and you've pulled through it and become better and are doing something to get your life back on track. And even after it's back on track and doing something big to help other people out. And they focus on the one fucking thing that you did in your past. Fuck those people. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I'll say it right now. Right. Yeah. Especially since like, you know, I shouldn't say that with Jed sitting across the table from me because he's always (laughs) focusing on my depression and shit. But (laughs) So like (laughs) the problem with that is that an addict is always an addict. Absolutely. Even if you're not a user, you're still an addict. Oh, And it's like, yep. You, you you focus on that one aspect of somebody's life and you shit on them. Right. You might be that factor that steers them back in. Exactly. You, know? you might be that thing Absolutely. that triggers them. And especially them if the person, especially right. if the person that you're dogging on for doing that one thing, right? If they look up to you, right? Even like, like say say like you know your your biggest idol, you know, right. and you you they were to read your bio and you know right. then they'd come to you and be like, oh, you used to be a user. Like, wow, you're such a you know piece of shit. No matter right. where you are. Like, it would drive you right back into that fucking hole. Oh, it could because that what you used to do is how you dealt with your shit. Right. I I feel like it's it's one thing, uh, you know, to to talk about it for it to you know to be glorified in music, the drug use, and everything. For 
I would say that, you know, most of the hip hop that, that people are, you know, the, the, the people that are listening to it are probably not really all that impacted by it. You right. know what I mean? But right. then like for us, it's different yeah. because right. like, right. You can, you can go Fairmont, Morgantown, Clarksburg, yep. you know, like anywhere in this area right. and you can see people passed out in the street. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They you don't know? understand. You right. see, like, I can't tell you like the, the amount of times that you see stories about like parents oh, yeah. passing oh, out God, in yeah. cars with their kids yeah. in with the their car. Kids yeah. in this has happened at our work. You know, oh, we had all the time. It's been two years ago now, I think uh, a coworker of mine was in a gas station right getting something to drink and some van just like rolled up and just rolled a body out dude had od'd yep and they just dumped him in a parking lot yep. yeah it happens yep. a lot of and it's like it what's so crazy about it is like you know i i joined the military in 2010 i got out right. in 2015 so everything kind of went Real fucking Bad. shitty when I was gone. Oh, yeah. Him. We came back. The when boat. I came back in 2015, said, on it was yes. like blowing me away. I was That's like, oh my was God, what is too. happening? Right. Like, I told him before he haven't talked to anybody. I said, dude, people now, aren't the way they used to be. Don't show the same love you used to show. <laughs> now, but now it's like, you know, I've, I've been back here a little me. over three years. Right. And it's like, I don't even bat an eye anymore. Right. You know, I see somebody OD'd in a car and it's just like, well, here's another one. Yep. Like, or are you seeing a car uh, a what, ambulance going like, somewhere? Mm-hmm. Right. My whole yep. thing is that like people just have they was, blame shit on the attic. That's what yeah. ends up happening. Yeah. You know what it I mean? seems to me I fight with people that like the, the pill problem in Fairmont was like huge. Right. The pill and like the heroin problem. They finally like got rid of that problem. Right. But guess what? Meth game. Everybody's on right. Suboxone. Right. Yep. Oh and yeah, everybody. Oh, methadone. Yeah. Or, right. They brought oh, that yeah. in because that is a way for them to make money. Oh, absolutely. It's mm. government made. Somebody, oh. somebody. I was arguing with somebody <clears throat> on Facebook the other day. They said, uh, "They again. They were they were taking it out on the attic." The girl said, mm-hmm. "I think it's bullshit that addicts get uh, Narcan for free, but chemo patients get have to pay for chemo yep. or cancer patients." I said, "Listen, I said you're blaming that on the attic." I said, "Here's <clears throat> the, I said here's the strong truth: the government makes money." Killing cancer patients the same way they make money, keeping addicts alive. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. I said, that's the truth. I said, you are blaming the addict for that. That's yeah. not his fault that no. they decided to do that and make that drug that, that, that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm the type of person that I don't care if you got cancer. I don't care if you got what. If you can save a life, save a life. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel. I just think it's bullshit how the like, I mean, government capitalizes on people's off health. Off everything. Oh, God. I also yeah. think that's kind of they a weird argument that people everything. make, too, that like I mean, Narcan is somehow free. Like, right. Right. They're getting billed. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're going to get billed. Yeah. Their the insurance are, you know, If they you know. choose not to pay it, and right. then, right. you know, that's one thing, but it's not like it's free. Yeah. I mean, you get in a car accident and an ambulance comes and picks you up. It's money. Or, like, oh, yeah. you know, if I go, if I'm allergic to peanuts and I go eat a, a, right. a peanut butter bar and, right. and I have an allergic reaction and they, they epi me, right. I, I pay for that. You know, it, just because it, it's saving your life doesn't mean it's free. Right, yeah. absolutely. You still have absolutely. to pay for it. Yeah. I've never right. understood that argument. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know where people get this idea <laughs> yeah. that it's free. They, yeah. they use that. They're hitting yeah. charge. Like, well, like, uh, <laughs> like, like, I get it. Like, <laughs> nothing I, in I life is free. Like, I know first responders that uh, they got to go, and they're like, I can get it from their point of view because they're saying, okay, well, I got to keep going up this hill to the same kid's house three times a week 
and Narcan his ass back to life, sometimes three times a day. Mm-hmm. And while I was at his house, Narcan and him, some lady died from a heart attack over here that I yeah. couldn't yeah. save. Now, yeah. I, I can see them being upset yeah. from that. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's like, oh, damn, dude, I could have saved somebody over here, yeah. but now I'm saving your well, ass. You so this is, this is how again, I feel about it. again, I hate it. that they take it out on the addict. You know what I mean? This is how I feel about that situation, right? Do I think that we can just, you know, shed all blame from the addict? Right. No, no, absolutely. no, of course not. No. They made no. a decision. Absolutely. You know, it's, whether or not, you know, we, I'm not, I don't want to get right. into the semantics yeah. of like, is it a disease? It's, 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 I fight with people about it all the time. Uh, yeah. like, I was like, who cares? It's a problem. Yes, it exactly. is. A, it, is a problem. it is a problem. People yeah. are right. dying. Exactly. And right. for the past 10, 15 years, we've been blaming the addicts. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We've been putting it on them. Mm-hmm. We've not been helping them. Right. And now it's to this point where it's an epidemic. Oh, I mean, yeah. hundreds, it's thousands right. of people right. are dying. Oh my God. You know, the, and it's day. like, I, I understand the idea that some people have where it's like, you know, they're hesitant to say that, right. you know, well, it's their fault. They deserve oh, yeah. this. Absolutely. But it's like, you know, it's easy to say that whenever it's not your sister, right. yeah, absolutely. Your, your, your parent, yeah. yes. your kid. Right. Absolutely. You know, your best friend. It's easy, easy. It's easy whenever right. it's like that. And then, you know, I, I also see a lot of people who it is their friend, right. sister, whatever. And, and, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, you know, it's their fault. They're the addict. But right. it's like, it, it's not working. Right. That Absolutely. attitude is not working. Right. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, I've been, you know, I fought in rehabs, working. man. Like, like working. and rehabs are bad too. I mean, I've been to them and I used to fight with these people because I'm like, you guys aren't treating the underlying problem. You guys are like, okay, let's put you in this room. We're going to lock you up for X amount of days so it gets out of your system. And then you're throwing me right back into the jungle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, and I don't know, like there was times I was begging them. I'm like, keep me. They're like, no, you can't stay here. I'm like, this is a 10 day program. I'm on my seventh day. They're like, no, you got to go. We got somebody else's yes. copay. We need to swipe here real yep, quick. Yep. Or they send them to the places in Florida. Right, you know, you gotta go. I'm like, money farms in Florida. I'm like looking at this lady, like tears in my eyes, like, listen, I'm homeless. Like, once you push me out this door, I'm back on the streets. What do you think I'm gonna do? You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm trying to explain this to her, and she's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm like, I knew right there it was a joke. I mean, yeah, I'm like, the yeah, they don't horrible. care about me. You know what I mean? They, she didn't care about me because if I was me and somebody was telling me that, dude, y'all would make sure you came to my house if I had to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. To make sure you was okay, to make sure yeah. you didn't go back to that life, you know? And it was like, they just they just knew it. They were like, they would say stuff to you going out the door. See you, see you next time. It's like, Dude, you're my counselor at a fucking rehab. Why are you telling me see you next see you time? Next time yeah. You know what I mean? Just putting that it's in my head. It's because they rely on you to come back right. so they still have a fucking job. Right. It's yep. like, that's so messed up. Because like, at the end of the day. You should be like, I hope I never see you again. You know what I'm saying? What's so frustrating, though? What's so frustrating about the whole situation is like, you try to have dialogue. You try to have conversation about like, what are we going to do about this? Right. How are we going to fix this problem? And it just boils down to this. Mm-hmm. You know, back and forth bickering about who do we blame for? It. Yes, absolutely. Whose fault is it? It's like who right. gives a shit whose fault That's it is? What I People said are online. fucking dying. Yeah. I, like, my whole thing was, is it I don't care who's to blame. Let's just try to fix, fix it. Try to fix it. Right. Let's absolutely. talk about it and try to fix it. Right. And you it, can't I don't do that care who's to, like. <laughs> is it? Is it? You know? Is it? Big pharma's fault because right. they're feeding drugs into this area. Right. Sure, probably, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I don't care. Absolutely. Like, if I don't really care if it's their fault or not. If we can stop it. Or at least, at least do something about it. I agree. You know, slow the progress even. I think they should, I mean, we're talking about it, but I I think they should legalize marijuana here. You know what I mean? I think it would help. I mean, maybe that's the thing. You know, who knows? That's exactly what I'm thinking because it's a business. You know, them said companies are making so much money off of here. And if if we was legalized. Oh, man. Big farm. We're big farmers' biggest check. Oh yeah, our state is. Oh yeah. We, there's. They said there was more pills here to give every man, woman, and child. Didn't they say some shit like that? Yeah. Like every man, woman, and child. Can and have that was in one town, right? Right. It was like yeah. could have. 
They scored again? I think so. Oh, it's 37 uh, to 7. Oh, <laughs> shout out oh to the Cowboys. Shout out to the Cowboys. Shout out to the Cowboys. Take care of Jacksonville. Oh, Just yeah. fucking wrecking them. Shout the last PJ, two man. plays that they yeah. had, they turned the ball over to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Feeding us. Good job, Blake. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I love to hear good stuff like this. Especially, I, I, I was trying to say it earlier, but I was a huge Cowboys fan when I was a kid because I was from Texas. From Texas, yeah. Yeah, so like, I grew up, like, it got to a point where I was probably like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight, and I was like, dude, I'm from Texas. I like every, I like every Texas team. I, I, I was seeing it's like the only, Spurs. You're like the only big Dallas thing to Cowboys. not come from Texas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. The, the, the small thing to come right. from Texas. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I hear that a lot. <laughs> just fucking with it. Until Everything's they, uh, big in Texas. Yeah, I hear that a lot. They're like, except for Josh over here. Except for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate you guys for having us, man. I loved it, man. Yeah, I appreciate we got to come do this do. again. Yeah, oh, seriously. Absolutely. We're going to do uh, follow-ups um, with everybody. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Try to do them like you know every year. Roughly. Right. Try to do that. Like if if it slows down right now, dude. Fucking Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Like I, I don't know if you listened to the beginning oh, of the God. last episode. Like mm-hmm. I've got twenty some applications I haven't booked. Right. I've seen and you edit and edit. Yeah. I've seen you edit and edit and Through the we're, we're booked through the end of February, and right. I've I've got that's, twenty. That, dude, that's totally freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. Like when it's you first crazy. put up the idea and was like, "Hey, man, we're thinking about." I was like, "That is." Yeah, we've actually had to. We've actually had to stop. Booking. Jeez. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. I can take the applications, yeah. right. and I, I just have like I've, a, I've, I've got a list. And at first, just, when you guys yeah. first started doing it, I was like, mm. people are going to be haters and not do this. Did I just love what you guys are doing, dude? To be honest, awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think it's freaking amazing. And shout out to everybody that's been a part of the show Definitely. and everybody shout coming up them. because that's awesome to support mm. it. You know what I mean? And do it. So your Facebook, Josh Dunbar. Yeah, but Truth Entertainment is where you can get that. Yeah. Uh, most of the music stuff I share. My my main Facebook course is me. But most mainly just my family stuff. I share a lot of stuff through that too. But uh, it's got Reverb Nation King Dizzle twenty or ReverbNation.com slash King Dizzle twenty two. You know what I mean? Is the music has all my stuff. I had a couple uh, SoundCloud pages that had all my songs and a bunch of all my plays. And I was like, I had so many fans, so many plays, and then it, I left it open on someone's computer and gone, Damn. dude. One day, no more. So I was like took me a while i stopped putting out music i was mad like i just kept making music for us and, and i'd give cds to this person and that person and then people were like man you gotta start putting some stuff out so then i was like all right i went and redid this page once we started the shows up oh, again yeah. and everything started taking off and the shirts were selling and stuff so we just started that page so reverbnation.com slash king dizzle 22 as bunch of music pictures like it's where everything like anytime i do something like probably even when this comes out it'll Mm -hmm. it'll come through that plus my page like i try to keep the krs1 show the videos the footages like we have work we've been working on um, a document i kind of like a documentary but almost pretty much what we were just talking about like my life in this town and my story of I can't wait. beating everything, I can't and like wait. from me oh being God. a kid, oh, yeah, dude. To like, awesome. So yeah. we're working on That's that really too. Cool. So like, it's took a lot more time than I thought it was going to take because we got like I got so many ideas. Won't you let the uh, Won't you let the listeners hear something? Say, nah, man. Won't you let the Go ahead, man. Come <laughs> on. You gotta say something like that because I'm gonna put you on the spot like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> like I always do. Let them hear something. That's What you want to hear? What you want to hear? First thing off your head. Uh, we, we, we want to hear some life stuff or what? Yeah, of course. I want to hear right, something okay. serious. Uh, let let listeners uh, hear right, something. I got you. Uh, I'm just happy that I woke up today. Mad at myself, so I finally spoke up today. Because if you stand for nothing, then that means you fall for it all. Dad, homies, I'm going to make sure that I ball for them all. People want to see me lose. They don't want to see me make it. They just want me to get as close as I can, be the ones to take it. But I work too hard in this shit. I put my heart into this. You can check my track record. I'm as hard as it gets. By the time you hear this, someone else is probably crying, which means someone else's mother crying. Her pain, her tears, soaking to my shirt again. I hope I never see that hurt again. All I see is my city revealing itself. Because it's just not enough people out here 
willing to help. I guess they all jerking off, too busy feeling themselves to even realize they the reason why we killing ourselves. I tell you, it's a shame. To understand Miss Thelma's pain She lost two sons to the game And you won't hear her complain Now my sons are getting older The nights are getting colder So I realize any minute This could all be over Cause it's pain Woo! They say I'm black from the waist down, but we'll get that in there tonight. <laughs> now, this has been Daniel. <laughs> and that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said.